welcome back to the next episode of Waifu Wars. I am that guy who is avoiding his girlfriend, and that won't have any uh, further complications or repercussions down the line. Do we do? And I am that cat girl that you have locked up in your room that you forgot to feed, so Brony. Welcome back to the next episode of Waifu Wars Podcast, where we talk about all things anime. The good, the bad, and the weeb, but not your waifu because she is trash. How you doing, Oni? I'm a little tired, but otherwise I'm doing good. How are you doing, Drew? Same. I've just been getting these like weird like headaches quite often. Don't know what's going on, but you know, I got my cup of tea, which is basically an espresso for most people, so you know. <laughs> I'm going I'm, I'm to power through this the best way I can. So, without any further ado, let's just get right into it. Uh, and we're going to start off always this week with uh, our new segment, This Week in Anime. And Oni, do you remember the movie uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. The World? Oh, uh, yeah. I remember it being popular and never watching it. Do you never watched it? I've never watched it because I figured it's what uh, I hate most, which is okay, teen go ahead. melodrama. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 melodrama. <laughs> I like I love the art and aesthetic, but it's just I can't with teen melodrama. Oh, but it's like it has a good message at the end. Like it works out mm-hmm. well. Like you know, everyone like it. it it's you know, it's fine. It <laughs> it feels it feels good that I remember me being young, being very much like you, being like, oh god, it's gonna be very like angsty kind of like, oh, this is for the nerds, yeah, and and this nerdy dude's gonna get bitches, yeah, and he's gonna be sword fighting and 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 magic and yeah, it's gonna be cool because like a video game, yeah, and it was a lot of that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But then the ending happened. I'm just like, oh, you know what? This is kind of, it's kind of good. I like how they did this. I like how they framed this. It's it's very much taught me the idea that the guys who think that they're the nice guys, which is like they're you half the time they're usually not the nice guys. That's why I don't believe in the phrase nice guys anymore. Because mm-hmm. I'm like that's a that's a trope that's built off of uh stereotypes. Where they they were the where the nerds self pity because let me tell you a lot of guys who called themselves the nice guy or who fit the nice guy description, Oni, whoo, the things they did in college. I'm like, <laughs> not so nice all the time. I see. But anyways, I say all this to say they're getting an anime. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> I remember playing the game, which was really good. It was like a beat 'em up game for like Xbox. It was pretty fun. Hmm. Um, I think it's being it's being done by a uh, science sadu. Mm-hmm. So that's promising. I forget what I forget what should they done. They honestly, the, the Scott Pilgrim aesthetic definitely fits anime. It's a very anime forward art style. To be yeah, honest, but so. even but even I watched the preview. It's still it's more. It's it's giving it's giving. This is still American animation in my mind. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's you know that whole Avatar is an anime is a cartoon kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Except this is definitely more decidedly, uh, you know, definitely it's giving cartoon. Mm-hmm. But it looks good. I would say I would definitely say this is this would be something to watch. If you guys never seen it, I literally saw this movie earlier this year, so the likelihood of me watching this anime probably isn't too high. Uh, but I'll watch it just because I know I wanted like say I watched Scott Pilgrim in some form or another, but I yeah. don't anticipate liking it. Yeah, so maybe I'll be pleasantly surprised. Maybe you will. By the way, like the whole cast <laughs> from the movie is voice acting mm-hmm. it, which is actually. Like it's 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 kind of cool, not mm-hmm. super surprising, cool. not super surprising because I feel like most actors are like, yes, easy money, yes, I will, thank you so much. 
But I didn't expect all I didn't expect all of them to be like, yep, we're all doing it. <laughs> I'm like, wow, the whole main cast is That's here. Cool. Like Chris Evans, uh, of well, of course Michael Sarah, uh, Brie Larson, and Kendra. First of all, I didn't realize how many like. Wait, Chris th- Evans isn't it? Yo, this is a star-studded cast. <laughs> like, <laughs> like so many actors yeah, you that just we named know. like half the MCU. <laughs> right, and it could, I mean, I only named two, but. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, we have Kieran Culkin, which you probably don't know by name, but if you saw him, you'd be like, oh, he was in that movie. And, Star and Lord in it? <laughs> not Star not Star Lord. Shut up. I wouldn't be surprised. You know, he. You know, he would fit perfectly. Though. Actually, speaking of which, he's not in it, but Aubrey Plaza is. <laughs> uh, for those who don't know, um,. I forget the actor's actual name. Was it Chris something? Chris. Chris. Which one is it? He's not one of the original four Chris's. You know who I'm talking about. No. Then the guy who plays Star-Lord. Chris. Oh, um, um, um. Oh my god, I'm thinking of uh... No, not by playing Dark Lord. Star Lord. Star Lord. Why am I drawing a blank on his last Chris name? Chris Pratt. Like yeah, there we go. Um, Chris Pratt and Aubrey, and sorry, Aubrey Plaza. They played a couple on the NBC hit show um, Parks and Recs. Yeah. Very iconic couple. So close enough. Might as well be Star Lord. Yeah. And yeah, so that's gonna happen. So yeah, I guess we are all looking for it. Looking for it, looking forward to it. I'm trying to do like three things at once with all these tabs and shit. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, words, do I know them? The answer is no. But yeah, that's going to be it for our new segment. Yeah, there wasn't much to cover. Nothing too much that uh pulled our attention. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> The uh, filler arc, oh, Oni, uh, Oni put a steaming hot pile at my feet. Yes, yes. Oni, I, if, if you would be so kind and yes. listen to it. So, basically, uh, the Mushoku Tensei, as you guys probably saw on Twitter, there was a lot of controversy over episode uh, six of Mushoku Tensei. Was it six? Whatever last week's episode was. Uh, which I'm sure is going to start another controversy this episode. But... Basically, it dealt with slavery in a very light sense, and uh, the author guy kind of came under fire. People saying that he took slavery too lightly, and therefore he must support slavery because Rudy's um, Rudy's outlook on slavery is basically nonchalant. I think he he went on Twitter to kind of clarify what Rudy's thoughts on slavery were, <sighs> and Rudy's thoughts on slavery are basically like, eh. It sucks, but it's happening. I don't support it, but whatever. It's just a thing that's happening in this world, which is why he's so nonchalant about it. And uh, he's like, yeah, those are Rudy's thoughts, not my thoughts. So basically all of Twitter trying to jump on him saying he must support slavery because he, his main character in his show is, you know, passively not anti-slavery. You know, you know what I blame? Because... I feel like you and I, we can both agree that a lot of these complaints are coming from, you know, the Western audience or international audience. Mm-hmm. I blame Google Translate. I blame Google Translate. And here's why. And here's why. Mm-hmm. Because when you sent me the post, I went to see, you know, I went to see the post of the, this person, um, post of Namaryu, N-A-M-A-R-Y-U-U. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where, this is the article that Oni shared with me. Or not the article, the tweet, excuse me. Not an article. Um, which I, you know, Namaryu was basically, I think he was trying to, like, defend his, well, not defend, but trying to bring clarity to what's happening. Mm-hmm. So, and he does this long, so Namaryu, they do this long thread. And one of the threads they have him uh, including the mangaka's tweet. 
And baby, when I first read that, I said, mm-hmm. I know trans the Google Translate is bugging. Yeah, <laughs> I know what you're saying Google Translate can't pick up all the nuances of an incredibly uh... <laughs> <laughs> Right, exactly. Exactly. But you know, most people they don't know that when it comes to Japanese. Mm-hmm. Um, so for all these listening, I'm gonna I'm gonna quote <laughs> I'm going I'm gonna say exactly what Google Translate uh said. Rudius, comma, I don't have much hatred for slaves. Not all slaves are unhappy than they were before they became slaves. So kidnapping is bad. But slavery mm-hmm. itself doesn't seem to be bad. And you shouldn't flaunt your righteousness in a culture you're unfamiliar with. That's what it feels like. Yeah, I'm, pay- I'm guessing Google Translate didn't pick up on the nuances. <laughs> At all. Because that sound, that's sounding like, well, some people want to be slaves. Mind your fucking business. <laughs> like, that's, that's what he sounds like. And I'm like, I don't think he's... Something tells me he doesn't mean that. I, 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 something tells me he does not mean that. Ooh, thankfully, there is a actually translated uh, excerpt on um, Anime News Network where his tweet reads, I'd like to explain myself as I don't condone slavery personally. However, it's true that I wrote Rudius as someone who's not adverse to slavery. And the original story is written with a kind of mild setting where it is accepted that slavery is a normal thing in this world. It is what it is. Um, because of this, there's no point in making excuses for his actions. That being Rudius's thought process. So yeah, he openly just says, "I don't condone slavery." This is basically just Rudius's character in that setting, right? Which I don't know. I feel like. So here's my problem with it, and this this is nothing to do with the with the actor and everything to do with Rudy's character. Because mm-hmm. I'm just like. Because he, he, he grew up in our world, <laughs> in, our, yeah. like, in our timeline where everything happened. Why are you still so comfortable? Like, why are you this comfortable with slavery? Like, slavery has not happened in the U.S. for many years, more than mm. I've been alive. And I'm still not comfortable. Like, I'm still not comfortable with slavery. So... Which, which is, I don't know, that's, that's so... That's so weird to me because you've only been alive for like 17 years and all of a sudden you're like, let's go on a date. Like, have you been... So, I think the issue is people... Uh, if you were reincarnated into like ancient Rome or something, right? And you lived in ancient Rome for 19 years or 16 years, how old Rudy is, you'd have to be comfortable with slavery too. It's just, your mind would... as a, I, th- I know everyone wants to like, you know pretend like oh if i was transported to another world i would be like the guy who single-handedly topples slavery i didn't say all of that i did not say all of that but but if you live in a world where like slavery is normal and like just a thing that happens your choices are either be indignantly outraged for like your entire life or just be like whatever that's just the way this world works i don't give a shit so i feel like 99 percent of people would just be like well i'm not a slave and it's just it it would just normalize it in their minds, which is what I think Rudy does. Because if you ask Rudy, like, oh, would you rather there be slavery or not slavery? I think the impression I get is he'd be like, oh, I'd rather there not be slavery. But if I live in this world, then it is what it is. Right. So uh, he's plus, I don't think Rudy has ever something tells me even in his previous life, he was not very. uh meditative or like you know right right i know i forgot like it just it just it just sucks i'm like damn it's another reminder that you kind of ain't shit rudy Mm -hmm. sad (laughs) like like, sad i forgot you ain't i don't think he has the strongest moral framework for denying right i'm like see and this is why i'm not mad that Eris did what she did. It's like you make it very, you make it very hard for me. You make it very hard for me to feel sorry for you. <laughs> mm. But yeah, so the issue I have with it is basically just don't, don't get mad at the author. The authors, were, I feel like this is a symptom. You blame the Google Translate. I blame Marvel movies and people not oh, being able to. No, because people have this weird thing. This did not happen in our generation when we were growing up. This is a Zoomer thing that grew up on Marvel movies, where they think every main character has to be, like, 
fucking Captain America and only be the good person and everything that the, the main character does is good and righteous and they're like a reflection of the moral virtue of the author or something. Like, no. You can have really shitty, bad main characters that are like pieces of shit and you're not supposed to like be like, oh, these are a reflection of what the author was. No, he's just a... Like, I remember growing up with... We grew up with Death Note and no one was like, whoa, the author of Death Note really believes that it's okay to just start killing people for no no the author clearly the author doesn't believe that but if i feel like if death note came out today people would lose their fucking mind they'd be like i can't comprehend why is this author condoning mass murder <laughs> uh, i think people have lost the ability to engage with media that is not just like a superhero story um, because of marvel movies i agree and i disagree because first of all there's still Girl, there's still plenty of an like there's still plenty of anime where they just yeah, kill but people, the people for who, are, sport. who get into eh, it's not as prevalent. Like even in that sense, like what anime is popular now? We have like One Piece. I guess it's probably more on the edgy edgy side. You have My Hero Academia, which is not really that edgy. Um, Chainsaw Man. Hello. The way they made they made the Weez made the way the Weez made the Weez made Makima into a superhero. Like they made her into like an icon. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> it's on the same level as like, the way she killed my hero Academia people. or like One Piece or something. I think that was more just like a seasonal. Like everybody liked it for a while, and now it's kind of fading. But like people who are just getting into anime would probably get into through like something like that, like My Hero Academia or. One Piece or uh, some of the really popular one that like normies watch. I can't. Some other shonen. I can't. I don't know what the big shonen are. Like, right. I mean, you can't just come. You can't just Naruto. Naruto. It's it. Yeah, okay, then it's not. I don't know. I feel like that's kind of a little unfair if you're like me. Like, well, this anime, this example you use, let's compare it to like the biggest. That, that's in... what I'm saying. No, but like in our days, people got into anime. It was. Yeah, there was a lot of people who got an anime because of like Naruto and stuff. But I felt like the trajectory was Naruto, blah blah. But then, really quickly, really early on, you would start hitting things like uh, Death Note, Kogias, Elfin Lee. Like you would get shows that were clearly well, okay, the main character is not a good person. And that's let, cool. let me say, first of all, Elfin Lee is not normie anime, but not. Most people in time who got into anime yeah. did not watch Elfin Lead. No, a lot of people. A lot of people of my generation. Were... No, um, <laughs> I'll tell you right now. I said no. I said no. I said no. I said normies. No, normies. No, normies did not watch that. Normies didn't watch Higarashi. How would I know this? Because <laughs> literally, everyone in our community was like, "Yeah, Higarashi season two. and then everyone outside of that who watched anime was like, "What's a Higarashi? Which just was my point. So no, they were not. But, they even, were not but I guess that. even but even among shonen, we had like Yu Yu Hakusho and Inuyasha. They weren't necessarily the most righteous of characters. Yusuke was a typical like he was just like a badass good guy, but still a good guy. In the, like, <laughs> yeah, but people yeah, love him. Character. <laughs> whoa, whoa! Don't say that. Even with Dragon, Karama. Even don't say Dragon Karama's Ball right there. Hey. <laughs> like Dragon Ball with Vegeta. Goku oh, being a shitty parent. <laughs> yeah, but we didn't think that. We didn't think that hard about it when we were young. It's mostly Vegeta. It's mostly Vegeta and Piccolo were like the main character, or like a part of the main crew, but were also kind of just not good people. I mean, Piccolo, Piccolo was already a good person by the time Dragon Ball Z began. Eh, no, he was not. Maybe like late Dragon Ball Z. No, <laughs> In early like pre pre Dragon Ball. Uh, yeah, Blue? Dragon Ball. Wait, what? Pre Boo or pre Android Saga? Um, what are you talking about? He raised Gohan like at the yeah, beginning. Yeah, very abusively. <laughs> he beat the shit out of Gohan. He trained him to fight. What's his face? <laughs> I didn't say he was a good parent. I just said he better than better than Goku. That's my point. All right, like compare Piccolo's training of Gohan to like All Might's training of Deku. <laughs> Piccolo's training of Gohan was like, I'm gonna throw you in the wilderness, and if I see you, I'm just gonna punch you in the face to you, man up. <laughs> the, the Deku's training was like, oh, here, I'm gonna be super kind and nice to you. Yeah, but to be <laughs> fair, one one of them knew how to train people, and the other one was like an alien who like 
but only up until very recently was trying to kill everybody. <laughs> My point is, I think there was more edgy anime that people were accustomed to in our generation that kind of like desensitized them or at least made them more open to watching edgier shows or like shows where main characters can be not so great, morally speaking. Whereas nowadays, I just feel like more often than not, the popular stuff or the things that people are used to watching is always just like, the main character is unambiguously good and no one ever has any problems. Which is why when they try to go into like Mushoku Tensei, they're like, oh my god. Because I would get whiplash if the only anime I saw was like shonen stuff from modern day and then went into Mushoku Tensei. Oh, or especially Isekai. If all you've watched is Isekai, like Sora Online and shit, and then you went to Mushoku Tensei. <laughs> no, hello, hello. Redo of the Healer was clearly supposed to prepare you for this. <laughs> yeah. um, I saw a, a, a comment on Twitter where somebody was like, oh, Mushoku Tensei, uh, it's, it's, it would be better if it actually used the Isekai uh, setting, like Sora Online and ReZero do. It okay, well that's just an idiotic take. <laughs> yeah, like that, like because they they need to look up. Like I okay, like I don't even have time to deconstruct a comment that that's idiotic. Mm-hmm. Or sorry, not idiotic. Sorry, I, that um, ignorance. Yeah, let's use that word. Mm. Ignorance. Um. I will say, though, that I think this happened because, no offense, like, when it comes to, like, dubious main characters, like, Rudy just, Rudy just might take the cake. Like I don't know. I know like, worse he's, characters than Rudy. I, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure they are, but he's, like... Light is way worse. <laughs> he's, like, giving... Like, he's giving... Like, definitely top 10. He's definitely giving top 10. Uh, he's definitely I giving don't, top I, 10. Top 10 what? I, I wouldn't even call him necessarily bad. I'd give him top 10 most frustrating characters to watch. <laughs> to, like, watch and interact with people. Like, in terms of, like, a dubious morality, yeah, he's up there in top 10. I don't know, because, like, for all right, so for as much as people give him, like, with the slavery thing... Like yeah, he was ambiguous towards slavery. Sla- like, oh, and, whatever. In my mind, but the also, slavery, but my mind, the slavery is like the least, mind, the least offensive thing. Yeah, but in season one, he literally was saved somebody who was everyone was racist towards the the uh, superd with Regard and made him into a like idol that people weren't afraid of anymore. Yeah. Like, see, for every shitty thing that Rudy does, he also does an equally good thing. Right. So more, exactly. Morally bad. dubious. And you know, I'm not saying he's I'm not saying he's the worst. Mm-hmm. But you're saying in terms of like the main characters who are just like have that dubious morality, I'm like, yeah, girl, he's, uh, he's, yeah. he's, up, he's, he's up there. He's I'm sorry. Like <laughs> I'm sorry, watch. he's up there, period. Like <laughs> he just he just is. And I think just the way he moves is so like it's so impactful and and like like i'm telling you right now like he's he's just because of his character and how dubious his morality is he's already like a, he's going to be a staple in anime for years to come mm-hmm. like there's no like there's no way he's not going to be referenced even after the, the anime ends Oh yeah, no, I'm pretty sure Mushoku Tensei is just gonna be like one of those anime that's just like a classic that people go back to and it's like, well, have you ever heard of Mushoku Tensei? And that'll be like one of the uh, entry point anime for some people. I I doubt it's gonna be entry point for a I lot. I think it will. I think it. I think it'll be like not necessarily entry point where it's like, oh yes, this is like drag. Like there's entry point like Naruto, Dragon Ball, One Piece. I think it'll be like the transition when you go from like mainstream to more niche stuff so like somebody who's like basically just getting into anime and just only following the mainstream stuff they'll hear about mushoku tensei just like they'll hear about death note or kogias and then they'll transition i think it'll be a long i um i feel like i feel like death note is i feel like death note is um i wouldn't call death note an entry point for most people it's not entry point but it's definitely not niche i wouldn't call it niche so many people know about Death Note. 
people have heard not, about not, not niche but like you have to be he, anime like fan. i feel like kogias is more niche than death note for some reason oh, yeah for sure for some reason i don't know why i don't know why but so many people know more about death note it's like Kogeus. that secondary level it's like main level the first level was just like naruto bleed like you know world renowned everyone okay right, right 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 and then but, you have the second level where it's like that's death, death note, note. Kogeus, yeah then i think that's where mushoku tensei will be and then you have like the really obscure shit like <laughs> centaurs like <laughs> okay no first of all that's terrifying <laughs> that's terrifying it's tier 10 that's like <laughs> right down in the abyss. that's tier right tier 10 like what is this <laughs> like i picked this up in a random dvd bin and said oh, yeah. okay i guess <laughs> but yeah no um gosh i forgot i forgot the first point i feel like we jumped around a lot yeah we did we totally did this was a very unfocused filler <laughs> It really, I mean, that's why it's a filler arc, baby. It doesn't mm. have to be special, special. It just has to get filled. Uh. Mm. But yeah, um, I say all that to say, uh, you know, it's just one of those things that, uh, first of all, Go go if if this if this upset you, then I guess <laughs> don't watch uh Shield Hero. Oh yeah, no. See that's what I would say I think Shield Hero handled slavery a lot worse than Mushoku Tensei does. Um I don't think it did. I think it was equal. It's equally bad it's equally bad. Mm. Like it's equal bad for different reasons. Like, this, I feel like this one was bad because, like, everyone was just so, like... Casual about it. Exactly. That's what made it so, ugh. Like, I think that's what made everyone being, ugh, about it. I don't know. I, I feel like I can argue that now Fumi's actually positive towards slavery. I, I, that's a whole other argument, though. I don't want to get into that. <laughs> wow. Oh, right. I mean, that, that, are, that, are is, you, that is a, a statement. It's been a... It's been a while, but are you forgetting Raftalia's pride and how happy she is to be a slave and how she likes to get other people to be slaves? I for... think she, I think that's a Raftalia <laughs> thing. I think it's a, it was a, yeah. I think it's Raftalia. She was like yo. She was like yo. Being his slave is fucking lit. Like he made me strong. <laughs> he feeds me. Like yo, he's the best yeah, that's, master that's ever. Yo, everybody, saying... yo, being a slave is lit. Those, those are all be slaves. <laughs> the world would be so much better if we were all Talafumi slaves. Because <laughs> I'm having a good time over here. Hello? Oh, she, yeah. I don't think it was so much now female. It's definitely about Talia. It's, it's like, it's like, you know that one dude who like, I, I don't, I wouldn't say like, he just has like that culty, those culty vibes. And then mm. he'll get like someone who like, agrees with his weird uh philosophy and then that person's so hyped that person starts kind of pulling people in that's mm. what talia is for slavery yeah because he's literally just like no i i, I needed someone to, to, uh, like <laughs> i didn't have much of a choice and she's like oh my god it's so great everyone yeah you're her slave, and you're her slave, and you're a slave. <laughs> We're all a slave. Mm-mm. The best. The best. <laughs> yep. Can't wait for season three of that. Can't wait for season three of that. Yeah. I think. I think that's all we had. Do you have anything else to add? Nope. Nope. I got to save the rest for when we actually talk about Mishoku Tensei. Fair enough. And with that being said, let's get started with our weekly reviews, where we are indeed talking about Mushoku Tensei! Mushoku <laughs> um, Tensei Season 2, Episode 7. Um, and this is half yeah. of my episode of the week. Um, I'm like, I might make, uh, I might make this my full episode of the week. I guess. Like, I'm making my episode of the week. Yeah, I mean, this was just funny. I think this was one of the funniest episodes we've ever so... had. In the this is such a weird episode. It was very <laughs> it was weird. So, it was so. Yeah, I felt like I was on a fucking acid trip watching this episode. Like. <laughs> uh, 
Like it was, yeah. That that was, that yeah. I is. It just it started one place and then it went another place and it kept going all these other places. Mm. It was very comical, as you said. Um, <laughs> I really, I will say I was very satisfied when Rudy was like, "Yeah, you know them cat that cat and dog girl." Yeah, I was being nice to them just for the sake of being nice and and. You know, being on my fake shit, but you know, fuck that. Let's just let let's let's beat him up. Mm-hmm. I, I I forgot to mention it last week, but so they they literally just got Julie as a slave. They literally got a slave just to make figures. <laughs> Such an absurd concept. Yeah. I yeah. completely forgot about that. Yeah. They're treating her right. That part and which which I I knew that was gonna happen. I knew they were gonna do yeah. anything weird with with Julie. So that's why I was. <laughs> it, it's not it, you know not to hang on too much to the pillar arc, but it was it was never the fact that oh my god they're gonna have a slave now. Mm-hmm. I yeah, like it was obvious that. that he was gonna be nice to the slave. Right. It it was more so like <laughs> how casual they're about it. And the whole like I'm gonna kill you like the, that that was the weird thing for me. Um, um, I don't know why he felt the need to like kidnap them for a day. He had to get revenge. <laughs> I I like he clearly didn't think it through. I yeah, think he clearly like, I was not. Gonna kidnap I don't think he and... planned. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he planned to make it a day. It was just a thing. Like, oh shit, I do have a. <laughs> I do have some uh, Beast Girls locked in my room. I should probably take care of that. Right. I felt so bad. <laughs> like the scene where they, had, where they had to like wash their panties. <laughs> and, and the dog girl was mind broken because she was just so hungry. Dog girl's best. I, actually, I love them both. <laughs> <laughs> She's pretty great. She kept throwing all the girl in the water. She's like, yeah, do whatever you want with her. And the cat's like, yeah, do everything with my... Wait, what? <laughs> you can you can do whatever you want with her. Just spare me. <laughs> and then the girl's like, "Yeah, what do we do to spare her?" And, wait, what? <laughs> that was so great. They kept doing that. Yeah. Uh, I the fight was epic for like three, for like the shortest fight ever. It was literally Rudy one shotting both of them. <laughs> yeah, very very quick, quick work of both of them. Um, <laughs> I don't know why he showed them the panties. <laughs> why did he just show everyone the panties? I don't understand. Like, like, I was like, it's why is this getting religion. so weird? It, I, at this point, I'm waiting for Roxy to show up again and just have like a cult of followers and being like, what the fuck? <laughs> right. Why do I have like multiple worshippers? <laughs> like, I was like, this is so. I was like, this is a, in my mind. I'm like, this is supposed to be just a you thing, and now, mm-hmm. and now you're starting this cult. Yeah, and yeah, someone, like, and as someone who just read a manga that had to deal with a cult, I'm, I'm not sure if I like it. <laughs> There's at least three members now. I have a feeling that the cat girls are also going to join this cult. Yeah, I mean, point. yeah, they're calling him boss <laughs> by the end of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's going to be a, they're a new part of his entourage. <sighs> that, that's so wild. I feel so bad for Sophie. I feel bad, worse for Sophie than anyone else because it's like she's trying to maintain this hidden identity and she's just chilling and Rudy just shows up and is like, all right, so I have a couple of uh, Beast Girls locked, locked up in, in my, my room. room. Right, and he's telling uh... me, yo, why are you telling people? <laughs> I know, listen, I know that soliciting sex outdoors may be legal because they don't have rules for that, but I'm pretty sure kidnapping is a crime, <laughs> yeah, even in this world. Yeah, like Sophie, how can I punish them? <laughs> She's like, like uh, what? Uh, <laughs> I just came here to read with you, <laughs> right? I thought we were gonna figure out the whole teleportation thing. No, how did she stop such a high opinion of him? She's like going to the beginning of the episode. She was like, oh, he's so smart and and good and nice and shit. Fast forward a day. All right, we need to take care of these these girls that kidnapped him. <laughs> you need to help me, <laughs> right? I need a, not even. I don't know what to do with them. 
It's I need to find a way to punish them. Like, yeah. How, how, how we inflict more misfortune on their lives. Yeah, I don't know how Sophie's still in this like delusional state where she's like, yeah, Freddie's such a great person. I, girl. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, mind you, I love how, the fa- how halfway through the episode he was like, oh yeah. I can totally, he's like, wait, what am I, what am I bugging about? I can totally fix this, that, like, <laughs> I can fix these. I can put these back. I can make it better. <laughs> oh, oh my no. gosh. Seeing how freaked out the girls were from being kidnapped, like, from their perspective, they were just on their way home from wherever, and they just get beat up, kidnapped, tied to a chair, forced to look at panties, <laughs> like, starved for a day. Right, pissed themselves. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Oof. That is rough. <laughs> yeah, sucks for them. That is rough. I mean, they shouldn't have picked a fight. That's true. Ruth, they, Ruth yeah. kind of savage, though. <laughs> I mean, do they deserve to be kidnapped for a day? No. But, no. yeah. They, they definitely paid for their... They need, they need to be taken... Excess. They needed to be taken down a peg or two. Yeah. Rudy took them out like five. Right, so. like <laughs> multiple pegs, unfortunately. Like, they, thank God cell phones don't exist in this world. Oh, yeah. Has there been like screenshot, screenshot, now blackmail time? <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you willing to do for these pictures? <laughs> and of course, they teased us again at the end with the whole sunglasses. Like, oh, you want to see what I look like without these sunglasses on, Rudy? Too bad. <laughs> yeah. You'll never see. Not until episode 24. <laughs> that part. <laughs> um, yeah, and that, that was cute. I liked the little, little, cute little bonding moment at the end where she's looking around the room, except the mm-hmm. panties, of course. You know, a little bit of mystery between both of them. You can't see what's in my shrine, and you can't see, well, <laughs> my face. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that was a cute little way to end such a chaotic and wild episode. True. Hopefully next week will be just as chaotic and wild. Mm, speak for yourself. Well, I, <laughs> yeah, not that chaotic. It gets calm down just a wee bit. <laughs> Listen, we're, we're still doing some Ellen E stuff, alright? <laughs> okay, that's the only way I want to be chaotic. <laughs> we need an episode from her perspective. <laughs> would it be chaotic or would it simply just be an episode of her fucking a bunch of it bunch would of be, men? you know, that's that's the HOVA that's coming out after the season. <laughs> Alright, up next we have Undead Girl Murder Farce. Interesting how this throws up in the scores in any chart. Yeah, it's it's been like a dark horse. Interesting. Did not expect you to ship come up second. Mm-hmm. Um. So this episode. If you were ever in doubt that this was a shonen before, now it is full shonen. Yeah. But in, <laughs> but in a fun way, like it's still, yeah right. Like I'm I'm still here for it. This is this is this is where I where I mean where I'm like it's getting. This is where it's kind of getting like lock, shock, and barrel. Two smoking barrels. Mm. Where like yeah. everything just kind of happening at once. If you are running at this people, and then people are just running at this people. I mean, w- 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 the only thing that lost me was this very like awkward, almost laughable anime fight between Lupin Tsugaru and the other dude in white. Where they were, like, fighting in mid-air. Like, yeah. I was like, what the fuck is happening? Why are they flying squirrels? <laughs> that was so wild. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> <sighs> that was, yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> I, I love the, the vampire and, uh, what's the guy's name? Alistair? Carmilla. Yeah, it's Carmilla and Alice. Oh my god, just like, him showing up, you're gonna be on fire. You're gonna be on fire. <laughs> right. You're gonna be on fire. <laughs> she just shows up, slicing people's heads off and fucking draining their blood. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Carmilla doing Carmilla things. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like there's always a Carmilla in like all these vampire like cartoons I've been mm-hmm. watching recently, and just like all the Carmillas, they're all gonna die, <laughs> <laughs> which makes me sad. Yeah, um, they're always bad bitches too. Yeah. Um. 
I like the little, you know, and this is what I mean. I like this like little mystery twist where, you know, they put Aya's head. Like, I never thought they were going to put Aya's head in the container. Yeah, I should have, on second thought, I should have realized that. Because they kind of hinted at it, right? Uh, when she was like, shaking, I thought, but but they did a. It was a good fake out because they just they showed him climbing up the tower, so we thought that's what it was. Yeah, exactly. It was a good job. Yeah, that was really well done. Um. Oh, also confirmed that Sugaru did indeed lose on purpose. The Marvels did not take him out at all. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, good, because that would good, not have made but any also sense. Doesn't make any sense with marbles to begin with, but okay. Right, this is, okay. you know, you can't explain everything. <laughs> can't explain, cannot explain everything. Mm-hmm. But at least it makes sense that Sugaru did not go down <laughs> to a marble punch. Fucking marbles. <laughs> right. Oh, and I love how he was like, oh yeah, well, it's two on one, right, Eric? And Eric. <laughs> bounced i'm out <laughs> he said yeah this is not going the way i wanted to i'm out of this hell and i'm not mad at him Mm-mm. um i find like especially once they like moriarty crashed a party and they all started fighting each other like i started realizing how kind of similar lupon and uh sugaru are Mm-hmm. Like the that very like, haha cheeky energy. Because mm-hmm. like, and I feel like, um, they definitely made that. They're trying to make that comparison, especially the way that like they're both laughing while chasing after each other. Yeah. Over you know this super, incredibly expensive diamond. No, excuse me. Um, also, I'm so wait- looking forward to Suzuku fighting, Suzuku fighting next episode. That's gonna be fun. Yes, she said, don't worry, she said, girl, don't worry, I got something for that ass. Mm-hmm. I had that big old gun. on me fight. Yes, yeah, so, can't wait for that. Yeah, it was just a very, like... It was, it was fun. I feel yeah, like this very is fun. a fun show. It's very Agreed. Fun. Very fun. Yeah, uh, can't wait for next episode. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to Dekiru Neko. Uh, episode seven. <laughs> I love, I love how Saku doesn't is not thinking about getting married at all, and when she does think about getting married, mm-hmm. she's like, "Oh shit, what happened if?" Uh... <laughs> she's like, "What happened?" <laughs> Like cat NTR'd from me. <laughs> and then, and what I didn't expect I didn't expect the cat to be like, oh yeah, no, that's totally happening. <laughs> yeah, I mean someone who makes double more what money. you make? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm gone. She's like, wait, can you at least wait like a couple seconds to answer? And he's like, let me think about it. Yes, no, I said what I said. <laughs> that was really funny. <laughs> Fantasy just like her husband the worship was like, listen. You can take what you want, well, but I'm I keeping the cat. cat. Right. My <laughs> God, let me tell you something. If I ever get a cat with someone and then we break up, I'm like, mm. the pussy is yours. Right. You know, yeah. Yukichi. What? Except if it was Yukichi, I'm keeping Yukichi. Yeah, except for you, obviously, except for Yukichi. Except for, if it's Yukichi, I'm just gonna murder you in your sleep. Yeah. <laughs> there is no divorce trial. <laughs> right, straight to straight to murder. Not pass mm. goes, not collect two hundred. Um. Oh, that little that little cute little um short where Yukichi was fi- finally did something cat like, like licking the mm. sink. Yeah, that was adorable. That was adorable. And then he got embarrassed because he was caught. Mm. <laughs> he tried to make her drink to forget, which I'm just like, <laughs> oh my god. I feel like your understanding of alcohol is a little mm. it's a little too uh, rudimentary. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, unless you want her to drink like a lot. Right, like, like out. 
Like, you, you're better just, like, I don't know, giving her ecstasy or something. Mm-hmm. I don't think he has that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he has that on him, but... And that wasn't, like, a recommendation. I'm not saying drug your owner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to all the cats out there listening right now, don't drug your owners. <laughs> right, please. Mm, unless, unless, unless your owner is Oni, then drug him a little bit. He need, he needs to loosen up. Just just like a quarter tab of LSD, a little, a little tiny bit. Right, don't kill him. Um, <laughs> and then I and then he um they they do this thing where he's trying to do normal cat stuff, I guess so. Uh, Saku can upload to like her social media. Hmm. <laughs> it's like he's trying to do the cat things, but like he's he's not doing them like a cat. I mean, he was playing the cat scratcher like like a like a banjo. <laughs> yeah. And then he started like, and then he's like, oh, let me walk around the bottle like a cat, and he just starts tap dancing, like literally starts doing some river dance shit. And I'm like, girl, mm. you don't have to try this hard. It's okay. It is okay. Mm-mm-mm. Although I will say, the last set, last part of the of the episode where he was in with the coffee stain, that was a lot. Or oh, on the on the walls. Yes, it was like a home improvement episode. Right. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? Like, you don't just have like a a, a degreaser and a, and a sponge like the rest of us. Nope. Fake wallpaper, baby. Fake wallpaper. I first of all, I can never. Mm, that's all. That's so much work just for like a random occur. Like, oh, in case somebody spills something on the wall, we have the walls coated in fake wallpaper. No, I'm. I'm just gonna soap water and pray. <laughs> and then you gotta reapply it after you. Then, yeah, no, sorry, Bob. Um, and then like he like. Instead of just, I don't know, quickly trying to clean off that table, he like, let me just cut this off. Let me just yeah, let me do some fucking home redecorating real quick. Let me just make this into a different, like, change this entire dresser up. Mm-hmm. Wild. Mm-mm-mm. But yeah. Uh, that was, that was wild. And yeah, no, it was it was a very cute episode. I, I this is like my new like first anime to watch on a Sunday episode. Watch yeah, it with, I with watch my, it in the mornings. Yeah, I watch it with, with my breakfast or well, in my case, brunch. Yeah, it's just a chill, like unwinding anime. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on to Dark Gathering. Our gathering episode seven, which was my other half of the uh, episode of the week. <laughs> We're finally getting to the horror. Are you happy now? We got horror stuff. Sure. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, stuff is happening. I and I, I'm, I'm fine with it. Yeah. Uh, Keitaro finally joins Yaoi because he's like, wait. <laughs> he's like wait i can i can have sex with this really hot girl one of these days yeah time to kill time to kill the ghosts <laughs> this really hot crazy girl yeah very 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 hot very crazy um i do appreciate how uh echo kind of did not beat around the bush with their relationship at all yeah, she's like no yeah i didn't have to do weird what tap dance around it be like no we're dating yep mm-hmm. and i have it recorded <laughs> which i thought was a lot but yeah it's her personality yeah exactly it's it's very her um oh, excuse me yeah so i so after bullying him into dating uh they explore something's called the s tunnel which i'm like Oh, so it's the sex tunnel. Got it. Yeah, the sex tunnel. Right. That's, <laughs> That's I'd assume the S was short for. 
Um, I did like the the gotcha moment where they were just like, "Oh no, we captured the wrong ghost," and apparently mm. this ghost is like, "Ah, I can switch out ghosts for each other," which I, I'm not sure how I feel about that. All of a sudden, these ghosts having like, like higher thinking capacities that it can like well that's the thing so like as we go on the ghosts are just gonna get smarter and stronger and easier they've all been facing low level ghosts until now and this one is kind of just like a little stronger and smarter than the other ones we've been facing yeah i wish i don't know i wish it was (laughs) i don't know why it hmm I know I kind of like the idea of ghosts operating, not them being like completely like void of thought, but maybe more tapping into their instincts more. I don't know. This feels like something like a bad guy. Like if I was playing like a Yu-Gi-Oh game, it's like you activated my trap card. (laughs) Well, in this case, the ghost was like clearly going after Keitaro for. I mean, they're all like attracted to his curse. And she was just going really hard for it. Yeah, but it's like, how did he, how did she pull out that Naruto substitute, ghost substitution jutsu? And... Well, she can make illusions. Oh, right, right, right. So, yeah, it's just a normal go. Okay, never mind, you're right. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I said. Yeah, um, she's just smart enough to be like, oh, let me just. The, this Yayoi girl seems like she's really good at ghost bump, which, by the way, the, the car, like, running the ghost over was pretty cool. <laughs> Right, yeah, Yayoi is really good at ghost catching. Let me not just wander in without a plan here. Right. I mean, her plans are a little brazen, though. Like, she had me until she was like, okay, this means the, he won't go, they won't go into the car until we let them in. So we're letting them in! Like, I was like, <laughs> uh... <laughs> okay? But I guess they you just gotta, want to catch her. Break a few eggs to make an omelet. Yeah. So what if Eiko dies? <laughs> <laughs> so what if they get the wrong ghost and Keitaro like, almost got spirited away? I did like the little elements of like classical Japanese-ish horror where it's like we had a mini jump scare with the ghost on the windshield and then we had like the, the ghost following him on his way home. I really like that touch. Like You see the ghost walking in the mirror behind him and stuff. Yeah. That was cute. I like that, yeah. That's yeah, mm-hmm. good. Um. So yeah. No. Uh. All in all, I was. I was satisfied with this episode. And I, of course, just like Yayoi being fucking crazy. Yeah. The yeah. Towards the, oh, yeah. You mean? <laughs> you mean? Or she climbs up the hair and like, <laughs> like hair slams the ghost, and then she could choke it out. out. <laughs> I'm like, what in the Ghostbusters is going on? <laughs> Literally, like, save. I didn't say I'd let you go, though. Nah, fuck <laughs> I will say the one one thing I really liked towards the end mm-hmm. was when she was like, stop, hold on. And then she caught the ghost <laughs> in his book bag. She's <laughs> like, ah, oh, you're that. trying to yeah, sneaky, you sneaky. sneaky. Uh, you try that shit again, I'll fuck you up again. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was good. I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're we're finally getting on pace for the spooky, scary stuff. Yep, and we're about to be introduced to the last character on the cover, the long chick. Yes, it is. Things are gonna pick up from here, so I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. All right, up next we have Masamune Kuno Revenge Otter, episode seven. Yes. Man. Um I'm gonna say something very <laughs> something very uh what? Controversial. Potentially. Mm-hmm. Yoshino doesn't even look good in her made outfit. You're crazy. I don't You're like insane. her. In it. I don't like her. In it. I you like are her. Literally crazy. I like her in literally every <laughs> other outfit she's worn. Because she's but... perfect in everything she wears. <laughs> no, not in her made outfit. That's like the one that's no, like it just. I don't know. It just clashes a lot. Like it just. I mean, I just don't like the design of the made outfit. 
Yes. You, you, you like Vargas's made outfit? <laughs> <laughs> On Hoshino, I feel like that. I don't know. I feel like that's like that more. I don't know. It's just, it's, I don't know. It's just like her hair doesn't fit the Like, her design doesn't fit being a maid. So, when I see her in the maid outfit, I'm just like, I don't get it. But yeah, everything, but everything else, everything else is great. Like, I just saw, I just, out of the corner of my eye when I, when Aki was there, like, being, you know, zoning out and everything, and it showed, like, a wide shot of her whole body. I'm just like, um, <laughs> like I would, She like, looks, she looks pretty hot in her made outfit, so I give I her a 10 out of 10. I can't. Obviously that you can't speak for it, but. Right, I can't, like, I don't know why, it just does nothing for me. I don't, it I. works for me. Oh my god, I love every other, I literally, everything else she wears, I, mean, I like. But this, <laughs> uh, but yeah. So, made outfits aside. Oh, I have another silly question to ask. Mm -hmm. Would you consider Masamune's mom a loli? Oh yeah, because she's like that little. Right. Okay. Okay. I just want to make sure. Like this is, this is like this this weird dumb conversation of loli versus petite. Bullshit. Mm, no, no, she's she's definitely hundred percent. <laughs> okay, because I saw in the flashbacks with her taking a picture. I'm just like, oh, who's that random? I was like, is that uh, is that Knuckles' cousin? Like, just <laughs> I was like, oh no, that's Masamune's mom. Yikes. Yeah, I always forget. I'm like, oh right, she is the lowly in the show. Yeah, it's just weird because the lowly's usually not the mom. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, Masamune's man, he is just. I'm not gonna lie. I was kind of I was kind of stunned when they're like, "Let's all go to da 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 da,", -da. and he was like. Oh, these two people? Yeah, they can't make it. I said, girl. <laughs> I would, that gagged me. I was like, girl. Because <laughs> this is going to, like, this is, okay. I was like, okay, so this is what's, how the last episodes are going to go. <laughs> They're mm. going to find out that he was, that he was being real trifling. And she's obviously going to be like, what the fuck? It's gonna lead into other things happening, cause mm -hmm. man, and this has been a good idea. This has been a good way that like they can maybe like get some alone time and they could talk about stuff. And I mean, I and Neko did touch upon it. It's like yes, I get it. Your whole re your whole reason, your whole motivation for for being essentially is gone. But like. Mm -hmm. You know she's gonna find out, right? Like she's gonna find out you didn't go to the shrine. Like you, you, you purposefully did not go to the shrine. Yeah, is it safe to say at this point that they're not gonna end up together, and it's probably gonna be Yoshino and him? Because that's the vibe I'm getting. And I'd prefer that, honestly. I honestly prefer it too. <laughs> I would not be mad at that. But I could say it's not it's not for lack of Aki trying. Masamune yeah, is single handedly fucking everything up as he goes along. I'm like mm -hmm. I'm like, what in the fool days is going like what are we doing? Yeah, this is like a level of self sabotage that I have not seen in a while. <laughs> like, wow. Wow, and then on top of that, spending alone time with Neko. Mm -hmm. Girl, girl, Makoto, and he is smiling from down in hell. <laughs> <laughs> He's liking what he sees. Exactly. He said, finally, another friend. Uh, yes, a pupil. Mm hmm. And, and as Neko confesses to him yet again, uh, he's just like, Oh, don't you? He's like, let me help you forget all about her. And I'm just like, first of all, I was like, Neko, I was like, girl, you are better than this. 
Yeah, you're too good for this. You're too. You're way too good for this and him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Go, go have your happy ever after with your Shota slash trap. Yes. Everyone is gonna end up with somebody except Aki. <laughs> Honestly, work. <laughs> <laughs> no plot twist. She ends up with Gasso anyways. They're just lesbians. Oh, I'm fine with that. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Let's do it. I wouldn't mind that either. That'd be like the, the all right. So Neko and Shoda, uh, Aki and Gaso and uh, Masamune and Yoshino. Perfect. I solved the anime. Let, let's let let let's let's go with it. Mm-hmm. Let's go with that, absolutely. Um. But yeah, they're all like Neko once again hammering the like. Yeah, you need to let go of like the past of what you guys were to each other in the past and. Yeah, the past is the past is dead. Kill it. <laughs> I kill the past. Okay. <laughs> um. So yeah, that, that I think that was the the rundown, kind of what happened. Yeah, Mas- Masamune being a complete idiot. Mm-hmm. Um. And damn Yoshino. Woo! Yoshi, not Yoshino giving him the cold shoulder. He said, hey, "Don't talk to me. Don't nothing me." But do you, do you just assume the cold so- shoulders because she's like, "No, I might have feelings for you still, or feelings mm-hmm. for you." Period. Hmm. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'm I'm looking forward to the next episode when he has to deal with all the stupid shit that he did. <laughs> Yep, looking forward to those repercussions. Yes, sir. And for our last episode of the night, we have Hulk, episode six. Um, so the chief comes in at the end and it was like a whole gotcha thing, and like, ha, we're actually real nice. Uh, we're mm-hmm. gonna invite you to have this nice little welcome party. So a lot of this episode is just, well, half of this episode is just them chilling. We do get this very surprisingly deep conversation between Hulk and Vermillion. Yeah, that was surprising to actually see them, like, kind of somewhat bond over the fire. Like, yeah. some backstory for Hulk and yeah. how he feels about everything. Yeah, and it's, and it, it and for the first time, like, even I kind of, like, believe it. Mm-hmm. Like it's like oh you get it like the human like humans like they're becoming more coupled with this power and it's going to like kill their humanity and they're just gonna take over the world and be like a superpower. Mm-hmm. And you want that? Yeah. And you want to stop that from happening no matter what. Exactly, and it felt like for the first time because up until now Hulk has been like so he's almost been like a joke character. It hasn't even felt like he was necessarily the main character right because he just comes in and does like one-liners and just like oh i'm elk and here's the joke and whatever or here's a cool move i have but this is like the first time we actually connect with him and like see his motivation and stuff right i actually felt like the first time he was the actual main character to me <laughs> i'm like oh i want to support him and see where he's going with this yeah so Hulk is like basically he he's like the true. I feel like he's like the true, almost like the true definition of a hero in the sense mm-hmm. that like, even if it means potentially destroying humanity, if it if it keeps the world in check, he's willing to do mm-hmm. it. Even if it means becoming the demon lord, he's willing to do it. Um. Oh yeah, and so we meet more humans. I I'll be it. I won't say this is like. I will say that their conversation was definitely, like, the most interesting thing that happened this episode, to me, personally. Mm-hmm. But everything else that happened was, you know, introduction of more people that probably know um Hulk. Because why else would they have faces and being, and, and conveniently be uh, a tier above? Like, oh, you're more, you're more hero- advanced like I forgot what this phrase was 
and more quote unquote advanced heroes. Mm. So yeah, it makes sense that they would they're probably related to Hulk, and then they're like, "Hey, you three, tell us what you know." And then the demons are like, "No, your mama." And then they start to fight. Well, and by that I mean Hyoda starts to fight. Other <laughs> uh, two kind of just be useless. Homeboy's waiting for his barrier. Other dude is just fucking around. Right, <laughs> he does. that part. That's I kind it. of like the barrier gimmick, though, where it's just like you never know when it's going to go up because it takes so long. <laughs> <laughs> he said, girl, 27. He said 27 minutes. Wait till next episode. Mm-hmm. It won't be this episode. Um. Yeah. After, oh, yeah. Also, Hyoda is, is so she's so badass. Like, I feel like she was she felt really backgroundish in the beginning. Like, she would just say, like, I'm just saying smart shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. Being kind of tsundere. But, uh, I don't know. I feel like she's shining more and more with each episode. Yeah, she's getting a bit more of her personality through, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Being a badass as she fights the humans. Um, luckily, they get some backup uh, via it's, it's, it's the and Azudra. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just so for this last part, I think they're really trying to cement that like, hey, the humans are quite actively being the bad guys. <laughs> like, if you weren't clear, they're the bad guys because I mean, Azudra is like, hey, can we not fight? Like, mm-hmm. I've seen how this goes. It doesn't end well. I'd rather not do this. Can we not fight? And then they're like, fuck no. And he's like, well, if you insist, <laughs> yeah, time to fucking go everywhere. Right? He wasn't even like trying to be. Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not mean. Subtle. No, he wasn't trying to be intimidating. That's mm-hmm. the word. Yeah, he wasn't trying to be intimidating. He just wanted. He was really trying to be like amiable. <laughs> like I'm trying to work with you guys. And then they were like, nah, fuck you. And he's like, okay, well. Well, I tried. Exactly. And proceeded to uh, catch them all in these giant-ass branches slash roots. Yep. That's kind of where it ended. I, we don't know what's going to yeah, happen to them. I assume it's going to pick up right from that fight. Right. I wonder if they're going to break out. I wonder if anything interesting is going to happen. I don't know. Yes, we'll find out next week. Next time on Waifu Wars. (laughs) Exactly, because, bitch, we are done with our weekly reviews, which means we are done with this podcast. Oni, would you be a dear and take us away? Guys, if you enjoyed this episode of the Waifu Wars podcast, make sure you hit the like button and subscribe so you can catch it every week as it goes up. If you haven't already, do follow us over on Twitter, follow us on Twitch, and join the party on Discord, all linked in the description down below. You can even join us for our weekly live watches if you're a patron or channel member. This week, we are, or this season, we're watching Mushoku Tensei, and we'll be watching Jujutsu Kaisen when it comes back up. So if that sounds interesting to you, you know what to do. Drew, do you have anything you'd like to add? Um, summer is slowly, but surely coming to an end. Make sure you have those last days out and enjoy yourselves and do all the things yes do your summer bucket list before it ends until then this has been sober and we do we'll catch y'all later later bye